named our podcast the World Class Agency Podcast, not because we thought we were world class, but because we try and get closer to it every conversation that we have. What does World Class Estate Agency look like to you? World Class Estate Agency is all about people. The good estate agents add, adds an incredible amount of value to the consumer. He's, he's looking after the customer properly, so being approachable, being accessible. And for me, every day's a learning day. What does being a world-class agent mean to you? Hello and welcome to the 200th episode of the World Class Agency Podcast. My name is Mark Worrell and I'm joined as ever by Mr. Sam Hunter and it would be remiss of me not to start as we always do. How are you, my friend? I thought you were going to mention the cricket. Well, I didn't think we had time, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, for the 200th time, good morning, Mark. Uh, and hello, listeners. How good's that? Did you think whenever that was three years ago, sitting in, a, in an office, uh, and I challenge anybody who's listening to this to go back and listen to the first episode that we ever did this podcast, because you can't hear us over the air <laughs> conditioning. That was blowing so loud. And we, we had no mic. I mean, not that we have professional microphones now, but we had no microphones. It was two of us talking into the same laptop. I had my hand on the space bar trying to <laughs> mute us when we weren't talking because the air conditioner was so bad and poor Matt Giggs had to just sort of survive through what probably was a very uncomfortable episode. And I'm fortunate to say that he looked past that and still friends with us and has been a guest <laughs> on the show in times. Uh, but yes, to answer your question, I'm really well. Thank you. Um, and I am, I've taken a few moments to reflect upcoming uh, uh, to this conversation today because I didn't think we'd have 200 episodes in the bank. I didn't think that we'd be here three years later still doing it because we love it and we want to see our industry get better. And I, I just, I guess I didn't know what to expect back then. And that's probably one of the reasons why it's still going is because yeah. every Tuesday, we commit to doing it. It's more than anything else, a bit of fun. Um, but most weeks, we and hopefully at least somebody listening out there get something from it. Mm. Yeah, and we said yeah, that. So I'm good. Good, excellent. Well, we we had a bit of a actually special plan, but that will <laughs> a couple of weeks. So we said what we talk about today is sort of some of the when I think we got to a hundred, which doesn't feel that long ago actually, but. Mm. The, must, must be when we got to 100 we reviewed some of our favorite episodes so we didn't want to do that again but actually we said that we'd take we talk about some of the lessons that we've learned from doing this and you you know we say at the end of every week we do this because we love our industry we want to see it get better and that's kind of genuinely where this comes from you know we don't make any money from it we don't you know um have any plans to monetize it either but Actually, we really enjoy it and we do, you know, I think both care passionately about about this. But one of the things that doing this podcast has taught me, one of the lessons, I think, is the importance of investing in yourself. And, because, mm. you know, because this isn't, you know, a commercial thing for us, it's more of an enjoy, enjoyment thing. There has been times where I've been like, oh, why am I doing this? And then with these chats and then by sort of quarter to nine, nine o'clock on a Tuesday, I'm pumped up and it reminds me every week that actually spending a bit of time working on yourself and taking something out of a meaningful conversation and then importantly implementing it in your business is actually really rewarding. So certainly one of the lessons that I've learned from from doing this is the importance of investing in yourself, not just this, but you know, health, fitness, all, all of that sort of stuff um, as well. So I think that's been one key takeaway from me. This is our hour a week where we 
talk real estate, have a bit of fun, but also oh, get something and give something from doing these as well. I think one of the things that it feels like, uh, and this is a little bit behind the scenes, but before and after we record these shows, whether we've got a guest or not, you and I catch up about what's been going on in personal and professional lives. And sometimes that's um, uh, a bit of an accountability session. Sometimes it's a bit of a therapy session as well. Yeah. And other times it's just a couple of mates catching up, showing you know photos of their cute kids or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's really necessary to to keep on that sort of a level. And it's really good to have uh, a mate, but also the in a more traditional sense of the word, a buddy that's doing the same sort of things as you like coming back to your point about some of the things that we've learned. The, the first thing that I was going to say was that I've, I've learned that consistency pays off. Um, and actually uh, I've learned the inverse of that as well. So every challenge that I create for myself in life and every problem that I uh, seem to create for myself in life is because I'm being inconsistent in some Avenue and it's just super obvious. And in some areas I accept it and in others I'm like, okay, I've got to go and do something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, there's not much stuff that happens that I'm not uh, directly involved in. Um, and that's because that's just, you know, the mindset I'm trying to adopt into life and what I'm trying to subscribe to. And it makes for um, uh, an easier existence or a simpler existence, right? Um, when you feel like you got a little bit more control and, and genuinely rocking up week in, week out and doing this show most weeks with an amazing guest who takes the pressure off you and I mm. because they can come at it from talking through their um, authentic selves and explaining the mistakes that they've made that have led them to the successes that they're seeing and then some and providing some value to listener. But then there's other weeks where we either have a guest cancel literally at the last minute, like last week where we had 15 minutes notice and we were like, huh, what are we going to talk about? We're both sick. Geez, I wish we could cancel <laughs> to other weeks where you and I are really excited that it's just you and I, because we have an opportunity to have that rally, you know, Wimbledon on the brain, um, where we can go back and forth and we can talk about the stuff that has been front and center of our minds for the last seven days, uh, that we are confident is front and center of other people's minds as well. Mm. And that's, that's been a really useful thing to me is there's been episodes where, and, and you and I often say this, like when, when we've got a guest, we sign off and we're like, fuck, that was a good episode. How good was that? Right. I can't wait to get this out. I'm going to go and write what I'm going to write to try and promote this. Now I'm going to message like the four or five people. I always message after the podcast and be like, you're going to love this week's one. Check this out. Wait for this. And then there are other weeks where, and again, most of the time it's just you and I, where we've gone, at least we did it. You know? <laughs> Yeah. And that is that is a lesson for life. If you stick it in anything and three years ago, there was I think something like fifteen people that listened to the first episode of our podcast. You know, and we've had a hundred times that of people listen to our podcast. Uh, you know, in in a weekly episode. And that is the coolest thing ever. That doesn't happen if we don't rock up on our crap days and find something to talk about. And so like to everybody who's listening to this now. There's and and we would welcome this from everybody, but there's a, a sub segment of our listener group that's been there a really long time, that tells us when we're good, that tells us when we're shit, that gives us great feedback. You know, that provides subjects to talk about, even when it's just us, and actually then tells us that they're implementing stuff, um, and that it works. And that's a really good thing for me. Like the the selfish reason that I do this show week in week out is I want to know what's 
twist it up in my brain and how I can get that out in a really coherent way so that it can benefit other avenues of my life. Right? Really, co- really coherent? Uh, business. Sorry? Did you say really coherent? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> better than it is in my brain. Um, yeah, I, I want to I understand what's inside my head to make sure that it, it's, one, it's there, and two, that it actually works. Um, and I don't get the opportunity to practice this stuff as often as I used to or as often as our listeners have the opportunity to. So mm-hmm. for somebody to listen to the words that come out of our mouths, believe in it enough to go out and try it in their real world where the stakes are really high and then feedback mm-hmm. to us that it worked or didn't work is unreal. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Like think about three years ago, that wasn't like, if we'd said that, we'd be like, yeah, no one's really going to do that. We're just going to yeah, yeah. go and like, talk shit about the northern real estate market and home search and <laughs> it's evolved into so much more than that and actually on the few weeks where we have missed an episode or actually over the christmas break where we get messages from people and it's like when are you guys coming back <laughs> that's cool yeah. like that's that keeps us rocking up on a tuesday when we got sore throats and snotty noses mm. and guests cancel and that sort of stuff and then actually that's what makes the days where we have those amazing guests even better yeah, and I think that's probably quite a good opportunity there to thank the listeners and to thank all of those people that do reach out and all the guests that we've we've had because actually, you know, as, we, as I said, we enjoy doing this. We do it for you know, the certain reasons that you've you've just explained. But those people that reach out, like you say, those people that have come on that, that listen every week, actually keep it going. So it's you know, it's it's really important to us that we get that continuous feedback. It's it's why I say at the end of you know e- each episode as well. You know, if you have enjoyed it, reach out. If you haven't, equally reach out. If you've got any mm. questions that you'd like us to to discuss, please please reach out. But you're absolutely right. The consistency. I think if you don't do it on the days where you are feeling a bit shit, then you never probably get to 200 episodes. And I'm not saying that's you know, some form of some form of amazing achievement. It's good when you're starting at one. And actually, what that first episode probably showed us is done beats perfect. We had all of those problems mm. you talked about. We've put episodes out in the past and I'm like, ah, speaker wasn't quite working right. But actually it's out there and it's that it's that level of consistency. And one of the lessons that I suppose the consistency and having done this for so long at the same time every week has has taught me is setting your week setting yourself up for success is really really important set your week up as you want your week to run so one of the reasons that when I, I have those moments where I think why am I still doing this we go as, as you know we go straight out of this meeting well I say we me I go straight out of this meeting into my team meeting and there are so many times where I implement something that you've said something that the team uh, something that a guest has said and then you know replicate it straight into our team straight away and it's fresh in my mind and I'm full of energy and bang 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 and that is part of my week being set up for success so that I can implement stuff straight away and you know I'm a I'm not amazing at implementation or by any stretch of the imagination, but just by simply knowing that I've got this, then got the weekly meeting where I can dead easy, just, you know, translate something straight into the team. It's really important. I think one of my lessons has been set your week up for success, whatever that looks like for you. And if you don't know what it looks Mm. like, you know, spend the time to actually sit down and say, right, when am I, when am I performing at my best? When should I be sat in the lounge full of energy selling to people for want of a better word and when should i be full of energy to do the prospecting and then 
and set yourself up so that you know when you're at your best, you do your most important tasks, whatever they may be for whatever role you've got to play in the business. I think that's really important. And and what can you do to put yourself in that zone as well? So I'm everyone will say the this thing about the gym, like you never really regret going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And it's because of how you feel after it, not how you feel before it. And yeah. this the, the the way, and I was I was trying to think about how I would explain this in in the best way possible of how can I put forward how doing this show ends up making me feel and why do I do that in the first place, etc. And it is a bit like going to the gym. You always feel good after it. And the reason why, and, and sometimes that's not enough. And I know this as somebody who wants to go to the gym but still hasn't pulled their ass up to do that, right? Um, but what can you what can you remind yourself of to go and get stuff done? And actually, I don't want to let you down. And that's why I rock up every week, no matter how I'm feeling for this. And then to have that relationship with somebody or something um, matters. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I've come out of this. We've talked about with so many people over the last three years um, about being, and consistency is like the favorite word that we use on this show, right? And it's it's just reminded me that uh, about halfway through, maybe, you know, episode 150 or something, uh, Simon said, you always say right after everything you say, and you got to stop that uh, because you want to be, you know, a better presenter or a better on audio. And I'm still saying 150 or 150 right. episodes later or whatever. So, sorry, mate. Um but by having that level of relationship with somebody, you and I have built a relationship that I don't have with anybody else on earth <laughs> through this show, right? And and it's formed a friendship. But there's also an element, even though we are doing this for fun, we've got like a, a professional responsibility to this podcast. Yeah, that's true. To rock up for each other week in, week out. And that's why it's been a success. That's why we've been able to remain consistent. And that's why we've been able to grow a listener base and have people actually improve their businesses and improve their lives of listening to us talk shit for 30 minutes every week um, or listen to a really capable, charismatic, intelligent, successful guest actually give them some real value. So mm-hmm. the the thing that I would say off the back of that very, very clear learning is how do you, how can you listener implement something like that in your business? Mm-hmm. How can you be something to someone week in week out that will enable you to become not just a short-term success but a long-term success as well um and what can you do to make sure that you're always there for that person or that event or whatever it might be um and how do you make sure that after you do that you feel better than before because i reckon that's what that's what keeps us coming back is i am always buzzing after these shows you know I, i roll out of that's the other thing i say at the end of every sentence is you know I'm going to figure that out. Next 200 episodes, guys, when we're sitting here talking about 400 episodes in 2026, I'm going to stop saying right and I'm going to stop saying, you know, at the end of all my sentences. I might be in Australia then, right, you know. Yeah, maybe. We might. Maybe we should do a little uh, like parent trap swap and I'll come back to the UK <laughs> for a year, you come out to Australia. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Dump me in the north. That would be a good exercise actually is you come out and start a real estate business in Brisbane and I go and take over moving works yeah. in yeah, the north and we we implement everything that we've put on and see how we go. Actually, this is now you're going to see how completely off piece we were, but I was, I was having a chat with a mate of mine the other day and I said we should put out a call to the listenership to uh, 
like put themselves forward as the guinea pig to be like the model office. <laughs> and they make like we will make a commitment to sit down with them every single week and run through their numbers, their results, their processes, everything like that, and and dissect it. And they'll make a commitment to try what we can justify as a good idea moving yeah. forward. And we'll see those results. And we don't necessarily have to tell the audience who the office is. You know, it'll be Agent X or something like that. But the results and the feedback and everything else will be real because the other thing that I've learned over three years of doing this is no one, no, no one does anything with it. And <laughs> yeah. we talk about it. There are people who've implemented a lot of what we say and they see great success. It is the same people. Mm. I can count them on my hands Yeah, who see radical success from some of the stuff that we talk about. And they see the same sort of success from everything else they learn because they implement it and they take action. Mm. And they do it as well. And I was saying that because I was saying it's 200 episodes. We were sitting there watching the cricket on uh, Saturday, uh, Friday night, not Saturday night, it was raining on Saturday night. And I was like, yeah, it's 200 episodes. We kind of sit down and we talk to real estate agents every week and they tell us what they do really well. And they're like, don't they not want to give their stuff away? And I was like, man, no one does anything with it. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the five people learning. who do. Yeah, the, the, the five people that take action every single week already have great businesses and they're just looking for the one percent it's not the really fundamental basics if people aren't willing to do the basics now they never will be uh, and he said the same thing he's like you should get an office or well, he said get an agent because he's australian but he's like get somebody and just make them do everything that you say and prove that it works and then get everybody else on board and i thought yeah that'd be cool so maybe we can spend the next 12 months when we go from 200 to 250 working with agent x or office x and we build a model office and all you got to do is agree the plan and stick to it yeah. and then report your results with ruthless transparency and see what happens. Yeah. I reckon one of the, this is one of the challenges that I have in business. I reckon anyway, is that I, I'm a bit of an ideas person. So that can, that can sometimes conflict with the consistency that we, we crave. So it would just be about finding like, you'd almost have to have rules by it, but I really like that idea. Somebody who's really open to implementing loads of stuff and actually what you've talked about there you know catch up every week part of being a business owner is probably like a lot of people say oh it's quite lonely you can be quite lonely out there i'm part of stephen's mastermind group as you know and that was really good for coming together and sharing ideas problems issues because actually in a state agency if you're in preston or you're in you know the southeast of london you're probably experiencing the same sort of problem maybe at different times mm-hmm. but it can be a really lonely world as a business owner out there so actually what you're talking about actually it's probably just a bit of a form of that accountability again that would actually probably be enough to improve most businesses if they don't have that already because i think it's really important that that you have that and you talked about the accountability that we have to each other the accountability that we mm-hmm. have to our listeners that is probably one of the things that has got us so consistent because it's really hard to be consistent if your accountability is just to yourself we've had you know if i think if i think back to it must be about two years ago we had michael bailey on and we talked about the mm, great episode yeah he talked about the um the power of accountability that he has within keller williams i think um and that was a real lesson for me about accountability we went then went through a phase of you being my accountability partner and then we had the public accountability and all of that and that was really really useful probably something we could try and do a little bit more often because actually the accountability part of what you said there 
as the accountability part of doing this is certainly a huge learning for me because that was just something that I never really thought of when we started this three years ago, four years ago. We're coming up to three, we're coming up to three years or four years. Hmm. Four years. Uh, four years. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, four uh, years. 50 four episodes years. a year, four years, 200. Yeah. That makes right. Yeah. yeah we're real years. estate agents. We're not mathematicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the truth. <laughs> but the accountability side of things is really important. So if you haven't, you know, if you're listening and you haven't yet switched on to that, or you've got no one within your business to do the the accountability, look outside the business because it's so, so important to get that level of consistency that's key to then improving results, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. One, one of the things that you were saying uh, that I, I thought about as you were saying there was it is one thing to increase your accountability and the, the amount of action that you take. The other thing that I think we've learned from this show and finding the will uh, to perform on a moment's notice if someone uh, doesn't show up or it's just you and I or whatever it might be is we're really good at not overthinking it. We understand that there is something always to talk about. And this is this is coming back to the point of why don't people prospect? It's because they overthink it. I've got nothing to say. What am I going to say? How am I going to do it? Pick a question, dial a phone number and ask the question. As long as it's not how's your day going or how are you or is now a good time to call. How's your day? Make it a relevant question to that person that you're speaking to, right? That can hopefully add some value to them. But I've learned on this show to just go with it, to stop mm. overthinking and to get something out. Done is better than perfect. But to begin a conversation, I genuinely believe some of the best episodes that we ever had of when we've had nothing to talk about and you've asked a question or I've asked you a question and we've mm -hmm. just gone for it. And yeah. 20 minutes later, we've gone, that's pretty good. Yeah. And that and that actually is you know, a little bit of, as you said over the years, a peel back of the curtain. Sometimes with guests, we have one question and we don't ask any others. We some, you know, yep. We have written down probably maximum for each guest you know, three or four questions. You know, maybe there's been a couple of times we've had five, but and that includes what does world class agency look <laughs> like? Mm. So that one never changes. So at, actually, the ability to just go for it that probably is, is you know a serious learning because as you said, some of our best episodes we've started like right, what we're going to talk about today? Like, don't know. Let's just see how we go, and it just kind of comes out, and that's you know. If you are worrying about having those conversations before you pick the phone up, the best thing to do is just pick the phone up and go with it. And, you know, maybe that comes with a bit of experience or, you know, a bit of practice if you've not got the experience. But actually, if you're trying to meticulously plan a phone call and find out exactly when the first time you spoke to them and how many properties they've viewed and have they made any offers, by the time you've done all of that, this is, you know, Jeb Blount, fanatical prospecting, sort of stuff. By the time you've done all of that, you could have made three or four calls. So actually, you know, one of the best things you can do, get out your CRM, pick the phone up, have some conversations, connect with people and build relationships. I think that's a really good point from... Uh, yeah, I think people, people say, well, Mark, what am I going to do? How, like, what question am I going to ask them? Well, how about just picking up the phone and saying, it's Mark from Moving Works. I'm just calling to see if you have any questions about the market at the moment. There's a lot going on in the news. It, it it may be confusing. We're certainly having a lot of conversations with people that they're not moving, but they've got questions. It just occurred to me, maybe you do as well. And they'll say, no, thank you. They'll say, yeah, actually, what is going on? How is the market? And yeah. whatever question they ask you, you give them the answer. And it's like, what made you ask that question? Yeah. Oh, I saw it in the news. And then you're in a conversation, aren't you? 
<clears throat> or we were thinking about moving a year ago, but then we didn't, or for whatever it is, or mm. our daughter's thinking about moving. Why is she thinking about moving? Yeah. Do you know if she's spoken to any agents? Do you reckon she's got the same questions as you? Can I have her phone number? Yeah. So, like, think of it as a service. It's the same sort of thing for us. I, if you and I have nothing to talk about, I go on property industry and I look at the headlines and I think, <laughs> what is an agent going to be thinking? And how can we help them understand that more? We talk about communicating the context. I like to feel like that's a relatively original thought from this show. Uh, I see it a lot out there now. And I feel like we were the ones that sort of started speaking about moving away from the headlines and communicating that context. Uh, that could be my ego talking or it might be legitimate. I'll wait to hit some feedback from people either laughing at me or telling me off. Um, but that's all you got to do. So look look for the news story and ask people, do they have any questions about what's going on out there at the moment? So perform a service. That, that's, you know, that's what we do. We say to our guests every single week, your mission in the next half an hour Should you is choose to give us it? one piece of value that an agent can implement immediately that doesn't cost them anything. That is the mission of this podcast, week in, week out, whether it's us or whether it's a guest. That's what we aim to deliver. That shouldn't be too different from what a prospecting call in July 2023 looks like for anyone listening to this as well. What's one piece of value that I can give uh, you know, anybody that I'm speaking to and what question can I ask to earn the right to deliver that value? Simple as that. And as you say, if you you might open property industry eye and have a have a look because this is agent facing. If if agents are looking at it, and you know people say it on, you know all the time, if you if you're struggling to have those conversations or you're struggling to have ideas to write a blog about, make a video about, just think back to the last three or four questions you were asked about a client. Uh, sorry, from a client, and it'll be about mm. market. It'll probably be about prices. It'll potentially be about interest rates and there'll be some advice piece in there normally what do you think you know what what could we do to improve the chances of selling our home something like that you you have those questions down to make blogs videos have conversations about and as you say you then find an opportunity to ask those questions to enable you to then provide the value that, that you can give and if you view it as i suppose as we do with this really as giving a service and you're not selling, you're not preaching, but you're just providing value, you will get a much better response from, from people to enable you to have those um, conversations in a regular basis. Excellent. Well, 200 episodes and, uh, and, and there, there we are. For me... You know, I, I mentioned there's been times where I've been like, why do I do it? I do it because I enjoy it, you know. But the learnings have been about the importance of investing in yourself, importance of implementation, accountability. And you're right, communicate the contacts. One of my uh, colleagues said to me this morning about that in the news, and I'm going to send her back and tell her to listen to what, some of those episodes where we have talked about that because I think it is so, so important in, in the market at the moment. If you have enjoyed today's episode, as we say every week, please like it and share it out on social media. As you know, we do this because we love our industry and we want to see it improve and get better. I'm Mark Worrell. He's Sam Hunter. Thank you very much for listening. And we will see you again next week. When maybe, uh, will England be too all up by next week? No comment. <laughs> see you next week.